0: Hello everyone, you're listening to the Brave New Productions Stage Break Podcast, where we talk about the world of theatre in Montreal and beyond. My name is Donald Rees, founder of Montreal-based Brave New Productions. Over the course of this series, my hope is to get into some great discussions about theatre, Montreal, and our own experiences building shows from the ground up. I'll be joined by some of the amazing people who have made our first 15 years so wonderful and exciting. Today I'd like to start with a theatre quote. Movies will make you famous... Television will make you rich, but theater will make you good. And that's a quote from Terence Mann. Just something to think about. Here's another interesting one I thought as well, and I think it definitely pertains to Brave New Productions as a theater company because we've always been uh, very focused on making accessible theater. So here we go. This quote is from Catherine Tate, who's a hilarious British lady who appeared in the last few seasons of The Office. If you want more people to come to the theater, don't put the price at £50. You have to make theater inclusive, and at the moment the prices are exclusive. Putting TV stars in plays just to get people in is wrong. You have to have the right people in the right parts. Stunt casting and being gimmicky does the theater a great disservice. You have to lure people by getting them excited about a theatrical experience. Today I'm joined by a bit of an unconventional artist, Jennifer Mason who is an old-time friend who has been doing theater with me since we were in grade school, Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say that she's part of the theater community in any way, or even I don't think that she would consider herself an actress. Her perspective when it comes to theater is very interesting because she's looking at things from outside of the fishbowl, so it'll be very interesting to see her opinions and thoughts about the Montreal theater scene, as well as Brave New Productions over the past 15 years since she has been there from the beginning. We'll be back to talk with Jennifer Mason in just a few moments. And you were just listening to Crossroads by Lucas Sands, which is available on Apple Music and Spotify as part of the Brave New Productions' 15-year anniversary album called BNP 15. So today I'm here with Jennifer Mason, who was in one of the first Brave New Productions 15 years ago. The first Brave New Production 15 years ago. I guess 15. so there's some debate about what our first production was. So Jen, let's start. So you're not an actor.
1: Um, I was voted, uh, actress of the year in high school, 2000. So, you know, some people might consider that a big I agree. deal. And
0: you've set the bar extremely high with your performances, mm. but officially <laughs> in life you do, you do other things. You yes. don't act very much. I make much. no money. So why do you act or why have you acted in the past?
1: Uh, th- Ooh, I Ooh, I guess I kind of got into it maybe a little bit because of you in grade school. And then in high school, it was a way to set myself kind of, I guess, apart, Mm -hmm. partially because after four years of dance, my dance teacher, Miss Marianthus, casually asked me to leave the dance program and suggested I would be much better in the theater program ouch she was right I cried but in well, the end you are she a was very right. good
0: dancer as well no oh yes no, yes no. We've just, we, we talked about death drops earlier so I feel like uh, yeah. we need to work that let's into go. something
1: let's go I'm a good practical dancer <laughs> I can tell you what things are okay. and maybe memorize moves but uh, I would be the cautionary tale on So You Think You Can Dance <laughs> Mm, um, look so, at so, her try. At least not
0: the the laugh one, right? No,
1: like, no. I feel no, like if I got no. up there and gave it my all, they would we, be. They would think I was special. News. But
0: we've had some of our alumni on. So you think you can dance? <laughs> I mean, and and he is wonderful oh, and gifted is, in yes. his own ways. I actually bump into him all the time. I, I do I think look, so. He we're talking about me. Philippe Laurent, who is, is a are. wonderful actor, and uh, he just recently I saw him in the audience of Gently Down the Stream Aww. this summer. He came to see the show, and every time I see him, he has a big smile on his face. He does. Important question. So I was. Bringing that up, that you're not an actor, but you have enjoyed acting. Why do you think it's important for there to be opportunities for non-actors to act?
1: Well, it's I guess it's the same, uh, saying why should anyone who enjoys an art but is not a professional at it have the opportunity to do it? Like plenty of people I know um, enjoy photography, but don't make money off it. That isn't to say that they shouldn't try.
0: Yeah. Right. I I think it's a really important conversation because um, I've had people often bring up that we should only be working with union actors or, and I think, I think this, I've always been very protective that really we should just create opportunities for anyone who wants to, and then also Mm -hmm. maybe filter for talent.
1: But it is, I think, yeah, if you're a photographer, that's something you can do on your own. If you're into writing music, you can do it on your own. If you're going to do theater or you love acting, it's a pretty a pretty daunting task to let that be something you do on your own. So you yeah, do you need a venue. Really. You need yeah, yeah people who are willing to take a chance. On it's that.
0: so interesting because it's a venue that is a job, but it's also a art and a hobby. So it's very weird. I, I find it hard because I found a lot of companies here approach it first and foremost as a job and a mm-hmm. career, and they, they get very um, protective of it in that way. And I, I kind of come at it from the the other side where I think it's very therapeutic and uh, and Everyone it's important for people art. to yeah exactly yeah. to I always say. It's like we're holding a paintbrush together, Mm -hmm. making a painting, right? Uh, So your very first play that you did with us, we're going to say, was Fairy's Tale. I think the best part of that play was my decision that you guys should already be hidden on the stage... In sleeping blankets prior to the show starting while the audience came in. And of course, this is mainline in June with no air conditioning. Yes. And I remember that every time as the show started and you guys popped out of the sleeping bags, the audible gasp from the audience.
1: (laughs) Because we were already dying of heat.
0: Oh, yeah. They were dying from heat. You guys came out covered in sweat. I like to say I
1: remember it, but I'm pretty sure I passed out every
0: time. It was fantastic. (laughs) It was really good. Um, It was a fun play. I think it kind of... I think it embodies a lot of what uh, we've done with Brave New Productions. with these quirky kind of like weird things? Because during that play, we had um, what was it? We changed the cast at one point. Uh, like to the, Kasha came on from the tech booth, and yeah. uh, Dave came out of the audience. Like there was a yeah. lot of was like Mark quirky. In that one? Yeah, yeah. Was you Mark and Sean Picard? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. There you go. Yeah, Sean Picard. Oh, he was great, and he just came to see me in Buyer and Seller. Nice. He is a cutie. He's a cutie. Uh, so you did that show, and then we did the Christmas pageant.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, the one where I danced. Oh, no. For my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, no. we gave you a striptease, and then no one told you to deliver it to your dad.
1: He was in the middle of the audience. There was nowhere
0: else to <laughs> there go. There were plenty of places to go. No, there
1: were You just Donald's. made the traumatizing oh, idea
0: that I'm going to go directly to him. <laughs> He kept Uh, laughing, too. Yeah, and he took a bunch of dollar bills out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) Just loonies. He just threw loonies. I'm trying to remember the second Fairy's Tale you weren't in, and neither—oh, the third one you were. The third one you came back. Yeah, that's when we decided to stop uh, (laughs) doing theater, like for five years. (laughs) It
1: was just that bad.
0: (laughs) No, it's true. Uh, We we did that, uh, which I remember that was not at all the show it was supposed to be. Um, we were supposed to do a remount of another show and at the last minute it didn't work out. And so at the, we, we grabbed some scripts that I had never finished and we met, merged them together into a show. And it was, I remember someone walked out of that show because we promoted it as like Dave not wearing a shirt. Like a, a <laughs> no, D-
1: Dave yeah. not wearing a shirt. It's pretty fun.
0: They, they, they wanted to Why see that just on let stage make him take and Dave his shirt wasn't off. even in the show. Oh,
1: that's not fair. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dave yeah. wasn't even in the show. He ended up uh, backing it, and one of the oh, many okay. times he's uh, gone off into the woods for for years. <laughs> I'll we'll see him again it's one like day. He looks so woodsy. Oh, he sure does Great. now. Yeah, I'm going to try to get him for one of these okay. interviews, but I don't think it's going to happen because uh, he's busy. He's jogging. He's, he's,
1: well, he's a newlywed. He's making babies.
0: He's never stopped. Uh, <laughs> so what? Uh, so then we okay. Five year break. Yeah. But uh, then we came back, and then you starred in "Here's to Love." I did. What was that like? That was
1: terrifying and really fun. Uh, I, while I was away at university, I'd actively tried to find theater to do. I don't know if I ever told you that. Um, I, I, I was trying to find theater either at my campus, which had a fantastic theater program, or the downtown U of T campus, which, um, being Canada's largest university, I would assume would have one. Uh, drama club for non drama students. Mm. Could not find anything. Uh, so, really, kind of, I did stop, I guess, for aside from that one stage reading for the duration of university. So, to come back and be given the opportunity to not only be in a play, but here, actually, <laughs> so you told me, hey, you're going to have a role in a play Are you in I'm like, amazing. Don't make it too big. And you're like, yeah, no, I wouldn't. And then I got the script, and there was a two page two and a half page monologue and yeah. I was the main character and yeah. I was like all right uh I'm a little afraid of you uh so I'm going to stay in this uh yeah. for fear of not ever being invited to a Christmas party again uh I guess we're doing this um and it was awesome it, it was, was super great fun. it was
0: great there was musical yeah. numbers there was and it's funny how far we've come because like I remember it was such a big deal that like you had to kiss Dave oh right? yeah and like it became a big like like what? I can't do that. And I think half yeah. the time or most of the time you guys faked it. And like yeah. we've since gone on to having like Emma topless on stage and like directing sex scenes yeah. and and like now we I I, I don't want to say we weren't taking it seriously then, mm-hmm. but like it's like now there's like we're going to do whatever the role calls for. But like yeah. there was definitely a growing period there because well, yeah. we we were still like oh my god, there're a yeah. kiss. Like it was very yeah. What's thrilling. on the
1: line here? Like if it, yeah. it's
0: just us putting on a
1: play for my father in the front yeah. row. I don't necessarily want to yeah. make a friendship weird, but if it's an actual production, heck yeah! Let's well, get the I think that's out. the uh,
0: <laughs> that was Emma's attitude. Yeah, no, I think, and that's the evolution of Brave New Productions too. It was just yeah. friends, then it kind of became community, and and now it's independent theater, right? Um,
1: with friends, just friends, with friends that you've made through theater.
0: theater. I don't yeah. think that's ever really changed, and yeah. and that's why it's hard because we try to do this balancing act of working with friends, mm-hmm. but also feel the need to meet new talent mm-hmm. and. That's always like a 50-50 thing, because you might meet a new friend, or it might backfire in your face, and now you've kind of defeated the purpose of why we started doing this, which was to have a great experience, right? And I don't know, it's hard auditioning new people. Like, you never know how it's going to turn out.
1: But you've picked up some good ragtags along the way. Yeah, yeah, we've been lucky. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, for the most part. There's a couple. We're not going to talk about them on here, but... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, You know who you are. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, no, Here's to Love was absolutely great. And you did so fantastic in it that when we remounted it, I made you the smallest character. <laughs> <laughs> in the show, you went from being the lead to playing Gladys, the frumpy secretary.
1: I loved Gladys. And yeah. I think I'd like to think that was my own doing, though. I didn't have the time and or effort to really devote to doing it a whole second time. I think that I think that's a perfect
0: example of how I get excited by new people I work with mm-hmm. and then throw the old ones to the curb. <laughs> this is something that many people have accused me of. And I think they're right. I do kind of fall in love with with new people. And I, I do try my best to then also still create opportunities mm-hmm. for for the other people, but it, it becomes a hard juggling. I don't think people realize that I do try to juggle everyone, mm-hmm. it's just impossible to do. Like, it's I, at some point I'm gonna offend someone. Um, but it's theater, everyone's I, easily offendable. I went from seeing Stephanie Coco Palermo oh. play not Gladys, she played a different secretary, and then I was like, that girl needs to be a star, mm-hmm. and uh, so she took over that. Wait, role.
1: was I downgraded? I thought I was the one who stepped down. <laughs>
0: Whatever I told you at the time.
1: <laughs> okay. I was never offended by it. I was pretty happy. So. No, but th- there was some drama well, during that now. too
0: because I remember uh, Tanya Van Cole went missing oh, for yes. like two weeks leading up to the show and I did not know what it, to do. It,
1: it, it was because she, she was, was with cra- child. She was
0: <laughs> with child and she was scared to tell me that it was mine.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: and it was not. Uh. Uh, we m- went to Maury. Uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, she was uh, backstage during the play, throwing up. Yep, puking yeah. and rallying like
0: a champ. Yeah, I remember she once came on stage with the like, just with the lines from a different scene and just <laughs> walked right back off stage <laughs> like a champ. Um, that was the same
1: play that I had my entrance music by mistake.
0: Yes, there was a you know we were learning during yep. those days, and then it, we haven't seen you too much. Right? No, we haven't on stage. Mm. Uh, not a conscious decision. Uh, you are a flight attendant now, yeah. and you're very busy going around yeah. the world. Yeah. We still managed to fit you in a few years ago at Christmas shorts. I forget what I forget entirely your role in Christmas shorts.
1: I feel like I was mad about something.
0: You was with the one with Stephanie Coco Palermo yeah. and Stephen Russell.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. I'm really sorry. Do you remember like good. trying to go down that tiny little rickety? Um, yeah. Backstage ladder, not
0: fun. I love theater, St. Catherine. I don't know why. Like it's, it's where nice I, upstairs. if I'm going to do something scary, like yeah. Buyer and Seller or something like that, I want to be there. Didn't they but... burn? No. Down? <laughs> I was just oh, there in did. August. Okay. I That's just good. did my show. There. Oh,
1: I remember thinking I'm so sad because they had a cool upstairs. Yeah, yeah, it's all the same. Oh, okay, good. But good, I good,
0: feel good. like when I'm there, like it, I don't know, it feels comfortable. Like I feel like because I've only had really good experiences mm. there that I'm like, I'll do something scary.
1: They got some like awesome plays there.
0: there. Um... And then you were most recently in Hail to the Chief,
1: right? Yes, yeah, so that was
0: directed by Emma. Yeah, and that was your first time being directed by Emma. How was yeah. that? Because uh, we all know Emma can fantastic. crack a whip. She can crack a whip.
1: Uh, no, Emma's great because she actually she, she gives she gives um, cues, a cues. She gives uh, suggestions or directives. So it was. Nice to know uh, that if I wasn't doing something the way she wanted to, she would actually just be like, I'm telling you. There wasn't any like, oh, I don't know if I should tell Jen. No, sometimes fantastic. I feel like you're being nice to me. No, she was like, this this is what we're doing. And you learn that way, right? Yeah. It was, that was
0: cool. Yeah. No, I love I love Emma. And you were fantastic in hail to the <laughs> Chief. I would love to see. Uh, that's one of those original scripts that we've worked on that I love to mm-hmm. get a budget one day and make that happen. That, that was, was a so good. very cool play. It's fun. It's very yeah. topical. If, yeah. you, if you missed it, you missed a good one. Jen? Yeah. You've seen so many brave new productions. Yes. What has been your favorite?
1: Oh no! Um, I actually really did like *Done to Death*. Um,
0: a, a lot of, of course, we love *Done to Death*. Yeah. It had a fantastic stage, yeah. <laughs> people popping out of closets, a fire trick. Like there was, like, mm. yeah, it
1: was a great, great uh, performance. Um, what else was magical? Well, uh, oh, there's been a lot of fun ones. She
0: can't remember. Oh no! Um, I can see the it importance in her eyes.
1: of being earnest. Yeah, in the 21st century was yeah. one of those really hard. I like how
0: you ones. remember the original title that we ended up just calling it "Being Earnest." In oh, the did end. we? Okay, <laughs> yeah. but like when I originally wrote the script, yes. it was the importance of being earnest in the 21st century.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm there with you. Uh, I think that one was one of those ones where like you just couldn't stop laughing, mm. um, and I, I love funny theater. Uh, So I think that probably is my favorite. Yeah, Being Earnest was was really...
0: That's what relaunched you guys. Well, Here's to Love and Being Earnest. But Being Earnest was a lot of fun because it was using the words of Oscar Wilde, Mm -hmm. but then updating them to now. And it's really interesting. And then changing some genders and stuff. And it's Mm -hmm. really interesting because in the news this summer was that uh, Shakespeare in the Park did that with Romeo and Juliet. Oh, cool. And I was like, oh, we already did that. (laughs) Like five, seven years ago. I don't remember how long ago it was, but... Like, and especially for an Oscar Wilde play, it felt really good to like update that because those are sassy gay plays anyway. So yeah,
1: I was just asking for a nice little, uh, gay vacation.
0: Well, Jen, thank you so much for sitting (laughs) down with us and being a big part of our 15 year anniversary celebration. Thank you for still letting me be your friend. (laughs) That concludes this episode of Brave New Productions Stage Break. Make sure to follow Brave New Productions on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Brave New Blog. Thank you for listening!